Good morning, good morning, good morning, good morning. Good Sunday morning to you all. Thank you all for joining us as always on what is in the UK very early and even earlier across the pond where I know most of you are still asleep. But that's okay because you'll see us later, won't you? That's all good. <laughs> well, it's uh, unfortunately for us, it's not particularly sunny out there. Um, I don't know how, we, <laughs> how it's looking up in Northern Ireland for you, Dunk. It is absolutely bucking it down outside of that. I'm meant to be doing a run later, so that's that's something to look forward to running in the rain. It's absolutely chucking it down, so it's all fun. So the last thing you want is a run in the rain, apart from the alliteration, which is kind of kind of poetic and quite beautiful when you think about it. Run in the rain, isn't it? Good morning, everybody. Just uh, let's have a quick hello. Say hello to everyone in the chat. Hey, Stephanie, how are you? Thanks for joining us this morning. Dave's with us as well. Good morning to you, Dave. How are you, my friend? Uh, Kumna, good morning to you. I don't normally say hello to the chat on a Sunday because this is very much a kind of podcast show, but it's lovely to see so many great people join us and so many friendly faces. Let us know if you've got any issues with the audio. There shouldn't be. You should be hearing us perfectly fine. So, Duncan, how's your week been? It's been a fun and interesting uh, week this week. Uh, I've been not too bad. Uh, and have been playing a bit of games and just chilling out and having fun. Yeah, oh, I, I think I think we're a bit quiet apparently. We're a bit quiet. Um, um, yeah, we're a bit quiet. And I think we're always a bit quiet, mate, aren't we? And oh, uh, uh, and I'm loud apparently. I'm loud, and I'm just going to deafen people. I can see that on the meters. We'll take you down. That's all good. It's all live, ladies and gents. You know what it. You know how it works. With our with our staff of thirty producers, you'd think we'd get they'd get it right, wouldn't you? But they never do. As each week comes and goes, they mess it right up. Hopefully, Duncan is a little bit quieter, and I'm a little bit louder. Um, but I, uh, as you know, I do have quite a sort of you know late night radio voice. So it's quite it's quite hard for me to be <laughs> a lot louder. I wish I was, because the people that are louder tend to get more views. I, you know, what can you do? Duncan, shall we have a look at the news? Okay. All right, then. Thank you. The latest news from So here we are. And uh, we, we've had, this week, of course, was, was our pro game release week, October the 1st, uh, which was on Tuesday. And we had a massive amount of games, as we see, kind of got used to now, Dunk, haven't we? We had six pro games um, because Stadia keeps spoiling us. And uh, those six games were Celeste, which is a sort of an 8-bit eight, eight platform scroller, much beloved amongst serious gamers, I have to say, Human Fall Flat, which is, uh, you know, it's kind of easy for me to say, uh, and that's a hilarious kind of uh, 3D, um, just bizarre um, game. I can't even put it into I'll come back to that one in a second because I need to think about how I can put that into a box. Jotun, which I think is how it's pronounced. Uh, Lara Croft, Temple of Osiris, super hot mind control. And then later on Tuesday, it wasn't uh, released with the, the main crop of games, uh, came Dead by Daylight. Duncan, do you want to talk us through these, this crop, this bumper crop of games that we had? Not, Not really, but I will. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Give it a go, you know you want to. 
Yeah, yeah um, a very, very interesting uh, list of games. I think the, the first one uh, we should really talk about is Death by Chocolate, as we have been calling it. Um, Death by Chocolate would be probably the biggest game uh, which we're getting out from there. And that is the one which is actually implemented to crowdplay. If you can implement it on YouTube, I know some people may have been having issues with that. We shall be bringing nameless. And... <laughs> I wonder who that is. Basically, <laughs> what with, with Death by Chocolate, if you, uh, someone's playing it uh, on Stadia and they uh, implement CryChoice, you're given uh, two options. The first one actually pops up on your screen mm-hmm. and then it gives you a binary choice. Do you want the person to be the survivor or the killer? And it gives you 30 seconds for someone whoever's watching to click on the options to see if they want to be the killer or the survivor. If uh, you get chosen as the killer, you get a set. Sorry, both of them. I'm being stupid here. Both of them. Uh, you can then choose what character you're going to be. Uh, but with that, you actually have to type that into chat and you get a minute for that. So it just adds something more to the game. Uh, Death by Chocolate is like an elaborate hide and seek game. Yeah. Um, what I would describe it. There's one person going around trying to find the other people and kill them. While the, the people who are trying not to be killed are trying to start up some generators to try and escape. So it is like an elaborate hide and seek. It's a very elaborate hide-and-seek. And, And, uh, of course, it comes with... I don't know if you just mentioned this. Sorry, I was messing about with YouTube. But it comes with um, the launch of CrowdChoice, which is a feature that... uh, Did you mention it, Duncan? Can I... I don't want to go over your toes. Echo, 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 apparently. Um, Well, yeah. uh, Echo is echoey. Mm. Uh, I mean, I've got. Let me see. Well, on, uh, let me talk about. Let me talk about crowd choice because I think that's quite important. So um, basically, what we had with um, uh, way back in the day, and we've covered this before as well, crowd choice, which was an option where uh, you could choose um, who would be. Um, you know, if you were in a watching a game. And uh, there's a, a choice within the game, so you have to choose a character or uh, some other option. You could uh, quite literally pop in there um, and choose which character you wanted that individual to be. So, um, what, for example, in this game, in in Dead by Daylight, you get to choose who, which of the myriad of uh, baddies you know your your favorite streamer wants to play or you can even get to choose whether they're going to be a baddie or a goodie so um and there's a poll and you know you can watch it all happen live in the game and stuff so you literally do feel like you're you know you've got a big part to play in the game and of course you can be extra nasty uh, and extra uh, evil to your favorite streamer so that's something that has been promised for a while and we 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 had seen um, other crowd-flavoured options being tested out, like crowd play, uh, but this was the first time that we'd seen crowd choice rolled out. So that in itself was notable. You're right; it did cause some issues where YouTube is concerned for people like me. Um, but you know, our, our lovely audience aren't particularly interested in the ways and woes of us, our little uh, first-world concerns. But I, I can report that I've actually managed to find, find workarounds for my woes. So everything is fine 
in the rock garden, I have to say. So, yeah, that was good. I had a play on um, Lara Croft last night, Dunk. Absolutely brilliant game. I had played it. Uh, I'd played it to a similar point before on a different platform, um, but I haven't really got into it, and I'm loving it. I, I, it's actually a really good game. Um, so I'd, I'd urge people to play that one if you haven't. If you've kind of got yourselves lost into uh, Dead by Daylight or you know, Human Fall Flat or Celeste, go and have a crack on Lara Croft in a nice way, because um, that, is a, that is a great game. Now, I'm hoping you don't have any echo anymore, Duncan. Do you want to just tell us a little bit more about Human Fall Flat? Uh, echo, echo, echo. No. Uh, uh, Human Fall Flat is a physics space puzzle game, uh, which is a load of fun. For people who uh, didn't see on Friday night, uh, it went absolutely nuts. And I think everybody uh, was loving it. I think it's a game which is played much better in multiplayer rather than just playing by yourself. And there may have been some trolling and everything in it. It was just, it actually surprised me in the multiplayer. Uh, I wasn't actually going to play it at all, but we actually uh, started uh, that as a bit of crack because uh, with the Stadia version, it's actually got a 16-person multiplayer, and which is the first on the first time that's that's happened. I think it's only eight on other platforms, so this has just expanded the right somewhat. So that game actually surprised me a lot, and I think it surprised you as well. Mm. Yeah, it really did. It was so, so much fun. I mean, we, we as, um, as our regular listeners will know, we have a, we have, we try, I tried to make rock stars at night on a Friday entertaining. I mean, we could just sit there and play games all night, but you know, anyone can do that. So I tried to make it as fun and entertaining as possible for people watching. And I kind of felt for the last few few weeks that we've been struggling to do that because, you know, playing PUBG is, is fun, but, and and you know we could be witty, but ultimately it isn't. You know it's a it's a game of stealth, whereas Human Fall Flat is just crazy bonkers bananas madcap fun, uh, and you know actually sixteen players is a great option, and that's of course a Stadia only feature. It's typically eight players everywhere else, so being able to pull in eight additional folks uh, from the chat so we can have a proper uh, crowd play was great fun. Uh, and I have to say, um, there were some really fun times, and some players were just taking it to the extreme. It was hilarious. So that has suddenly slipped to one top of my list in terms of multiplayer games, which surprised me because when I first opened it up when it launched, I thought, "What is this?" Uh, but you know, it just goes to prove people go on about the quality of games, um, and oh, you know, it's only eight, it's only you know. 1080 or 720 or whatever but the reality is is that you've got to give these games a go so that was cool uh, I haven't had much of a go on uh, U-turn I did open it up had a quick look at it um, and that certainly looks like something I could get into super hot mind control um, I struggled with the last one to be honest with you not not that I found it difficult I just found it a little bit repetitive um, but I will give that a go but all in all another fantastic week I believe for pro subscribers uh, you know, I mean, if you tot up the value of these, and don't forget, a lot of these have ha have got Stadia-only features. Lara Croft Temple of Osiris, for example, does. It has. They've unleashed all the DLCs, all the season passes. That's all part of Lara Croft, um, which you may not know, but you do know if you open it up, because you just get screen after screen of it telling you what you've unlocked. Uh, and right at the very end, there's credits for the Stadia team, which I thought was really nice. People that had 
spent some time bringing it to Stadia, which I thought was a lovely feature. But there you go. Um, so that was uh, the Pro Games. Apologies to those of you that don't have a Pro subscription. But some of these new games are available to buy. Uh, I think all the new ones are available to buy as well. I'm not sure the prices. Can I just say something about that? Under, uh, there's been a slight update to the Stadia UI because now you can actually see what the price of the pro uh, games are. Uh, oh, that's useful for, for people that have a pro subscription. So we can now see. Do you do you happen to know what those are then, Dunk? If you're, um, uh, are you able to very, very quickly dive in? We can we come back if you want to. Yeah, right. If you can come back in two yeah, seconds, we'll do that, my friend. So the next story, which is quite an exciting one was that, as you will know, all of you regular Stadia users, up until recently, we've been unable to play Stadia games on any iOS device. That's an iPhone or an iPad. Um, there is an app for both of those platforms or both of those devices, but all it allows you to do is buy games and manage your account or press a little button and have the game you want to play appear on a browser, a Chromecast Ultra. So uh, imagine how excited we were when it popped up in Reddit that um, that Zachary Knox, I see we've got his name here in the article, had taken some previously uh, previously discovered hacks for browsers, Chrome browsers particularly, uh, and applied them into a native application which he'd managed to get onto the app store for iPhone and iPad, which actually allows you to use it to play Stadia. Really clever. I mean, there's a little bit of fiddling about, but not much. I mean, a heck of a lot less than if you were to just apply this to Chrome, for example. Um, and it, it, it does just, all it is literally is there are, th I think there are three boxes when you fire it up that it invites you to put in a URL, which is the web address, uh, the user agent, which is essentially what tells the browser what what or tells the the device what browser you're using, so you can spoof it into thinking it's a different one to what it is, uh, and then your um, a link to the Google uh, accounts system so that you can log in. When you've done all that, you can fire it up, and it works a treat. The downside, the one thing for me was that you can only play with a separate controller which you have to plug in. You don't get the advantage as you do with native mobile Stadia on Android devices where you have an overlay that you can press press around and move stuff with, a controller, actually over the top of the game, which is a shame. But, you know, you can't have all things. And the point is, is this has solved a massive uh, need in the community uh, and it's literally propelled young Zachary to absolute stardom star of stadia have you managed to give this a go dunk i have indeed and it works pretty well i'm happy enough with it and i'm hoping this will uh, show uh, the light uh, for stadia to actually put this as an actual app which uh, other cloud platforms may be doing in the next uh, couple of weeks uh, so you can actually play because what the, the way they've done around it is, as you've mentioned, it's a, it's it, the other platforms are actually putting in a web app into it, not a full app to to get around this. So I'm hoping yep. Stadia now is going to follow through because of this uh, workaround that someone has found. Touch web, we should maybe get some sort of Stadia app shortly on iOS. Yeah, I think I think 
and I don't know, this is me again, um, I think largely the issue is around the ability to sell games. So the other platform that you mentioned, um, which has yet to launch, they will not be selling games, certainly not on uh, within their beta phase. Uh, it will be a subscription service, so it kind of gets around a lot of Apple's rules that way. Uh, whereas, of course, xCloud um, and uh, Stadia, GeForce, etc., Steam, they're all based on selling games, and that's the part that I think Apple have the, the biggest issue with. So, um, yes, there is no reason at all why we can't just have a player app uh, I guess Stadia just don't want you to have a secondary experience. And yes, it is it is not friction-free. The one great thing about Stadia over all the other available platforms is, is, is the simplest to use. It's completely friction-free. Everything is one push and you're there and it works. And it just works, you know, in funnily enough, in an Apple kind of way. But I think their problem is, or their concern is, they don't want to have multiple experiences. You don't, they don't want you to have an app where you go and buy the games uh, and you, know, you manage your account and a separate app where you can play them. However, if a third party brings that out, then they should champion that. Uh, and I have not yet seen any signs that they have an issue with it or Apple, which is great news. So there you go, folks. Um, it is literally called, if you go to the App Store, uh, on your phone <coughs> or, or iPad, excuse me, got a cold coming, is literally called, I think, State. Is it? Tell me what it's called, Duncan, because it isn't called Stadium, is it? It's called it? Stadium. Yes, it is Stadium, sorry. Stadium yep. full right. screen browser is its literal name, mm -hmm. isn't it? Mm -hmm. Yeah, what I'll do is I will try and get it into the chat here so people can. Uh, find it. There you go. I've, I've got it on screen for you. Um, Duncan will put a link in the chat. <clears throat> uh, we'll put one in the comments as well below in the description. But uh, yeah, as you can see, it's Stadium Full Screen Browser by Zachary uh, Megastar Knox. Uh, it looks a very innocuous, boring app, but it has this one secret feature which, uh, as we speak, is working a treat. Uh, and everybody in the chat is saying, yep, we've tried it, works really well. Andy Morph says, how long before it gets banned? Well, there, you know, there's a question. I, I have to say, as a, people that may or may not know this, I run a company that develops apps. Um, uh, Apple are fairly quick. So if there is an app with an issue that they're not happy about, they'll pull it. And this has been up now for a, a week. So uh, I, I suspect it's probably uh, okay. And they are rigorous in testing as well. Um, so yeah. go on, Duncan. Yeah. And just to add into that, it was... Uh, it has got a hell of a lot of press as well. It's been picked up by The Verge and everybody. So with that, uh, if there was any sort of iffy business, it would have been pulled by now, in my view. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I think we're I think we're on safe territory for now. But you know, never say never. <laughs> What's this space, as they say? But go and fill your boots. Right, let's move on. We've got a lot to cover today. Uh, next up, <coughs> oh gold. Excuse See me. one of the so one of the ways that we'll get around this. Uh, mm -hmm. I can talk about this from a shadow sort of perspective. The reason why the shadow app was pulled is because it was linking straight into games, but but as soon as they removed that functionality, it was allowed on the store. So I think the browser is going to be safe enough because you can't actually uh, link straight into say Doom Eternal on Stadia. You actually have to use the browser and actually do a couple of different steps. So it should be it should be safe. And it's got round the rules that way. 
You you okay there, Rock? <laughs> oh, you. I just need to keep on filling here. So hello, everybody. Uh, yeah. So I, I'm I'm not that concerned about the app getting pulled. Yeah, Andy. The with that, uh, they could change the guidelines. But however, with the other platform, which we're not talking at at this moment in time with, we may we may touch at the very very end. Uh, they have been in constant contact uh, with Apple, and their rules seem to be loosening up a bit. And they're very happy with these sort of uh, web sort of apps. So after, I don't think we've got. Mm, too, too much touch, to worry touch about it. Wood, touch wood. Yeah. Yeah. No, sorry about that, folks. I literally changed an option, uh, which I hadn't done because it <laughs> muted me out completely and I couldn't get back in. So uh, hopefully I don't have an echo and you can hear me okay. And that's all good. So anyway, on to the next article, which is Risk of Rain 2 also landed this week. Uh, I. Uh, this is um this isn't a pro game this is a a, a purchasable game it's 16 pounds or 20 dollars um the reviews of people that have played this have been amazing I, I mean so many people have been saying this is one of the best games that they have played on stadia full stop have you had a go at it i have not as yet uh I'm always concerned uh, about uh, buying uh, so-called indie games on Stadia because of the way the amount of games we're getting each month in Pro. I have a I have a sneaking suspicion that we may see Risk of Rain in a couple of months as a Pro game, and I can wait until then. But again, a lot of, a lot of people seem to be uh, enjoying enjoying the game. They so, really do. I, I mean, I know um, you know we're always in our community looking for games that are just fun to play and also to stream um, and everyone that streamed this have said one of their favorite games now, the only thing I, and I thought you might be able to help me on this Dunk. the only thing that I've not been sure of is you know with Windbound how it was a survival game I forget the term that you use now um, but basically you progress as far as you can then if you die you basically go back to the start uh, what what was that style of game called again oh you talk about the, the roguelike thank you uh, yeah, it's yes. roguelike. Is this the same as that? I believe it is, yes. It's, yeah. you, you get up so far and you do different things. So, yeah, I think it changes every time you do it. And, again, that's another Stadia game. If I, Rock, if I say it's a Stadia game, what does that mean to you? Well, to me, it basically means that it uh, kind of works on all devices, uh, that you can play with lots of people, um, that it's a relatively simple game, uh, and it's cheap. And there you go. And that is the classic, Risk Rain is the classic Stadia game because it is a multiplayer game for to play with your friends. You can just jump in and out from it and just have a bit of fun. So yeah, it's a, it's another it's another Stadia game. And that's not a bad thing because that is what we think uh, they're going for with the, with their sort of games or the games they're trying to push. And, and as we've seen with... Uh, Humans fall flat. You have to just give it a go to give to see how good it actually yeah. is. Yeah, no, I agree with you. It does look good, but I, you know what? I'm not a rinse and repeat kind of fella. I'm really not. If I, you know, if I, I've just been playing um, uh, Plague Tales: Innocence on the PC, uh, which I'm literally at the last boss fight. But you know, it's a boss fight, which basically means it's designed that you've got to keep playing the boss until you work out 
how to defeat the boss, and that can take several deaths before you finally get there. And I don't like that. That's just not... I prefer to just progress through a game of volume and, yes, I completed it. I don't like the rinse and repeat type stuff. So roguelike, uh, which, is, as you've rightly said, is the, the, the genre for this kind of game, I don't know. I'm, I'm a little bit nervous because I don't like the concept of getting 20 minutes in and then going back 20 minutes like Snakes and Ladders. Am I am I alone in thinking that? Uh, no, it's, I know a lot of people don't like them. I used to not like them, but now I actually love them because you can just dip in and dip, dip out again. And for roguelikes, and maybe not this game in particular, but I think roguelikes will have a real good uh, audience and stadia going forward, especially when we introduce like state share into it. Yeah. Uh, with with roguelikes, you get things called. Uh, I've just the seed number, where if you get a good seed, which is basically a good level of it, okay. you can actually share that, share that with your friends. And if you've got a really really oh. fun run, which is nice and easy, you can say this one's really this one was a real laugh. Or if you find a really difficult one, you go this one's really difficult. See if you can beat it for me. See, this is the thing. Yeah. This is the options with cloud gaming going forward. That it's going to give us these sort of things where we can uh, share them with our mates. And if we find it a roguelike, which is a multiplayer roguelike, and it's a really, really fun one, which people can just have an absolute laugh with, you'll be putting out on rock stars at night and mm. just giving the link and and saving the links going forward. So this mm. is the sort of thing we need to be really happy for going forward when state share comes out and we get more of these games coming fantastic and you know ultimately the important thing is is that we do get one of the things i love about stadia uh you know there's always this ongoing whinge about the amount of games but it's the variety of games as well that we get we don't just get you know looking at some other platforms you could argue that there's a, a top tier of a dozen decent games and the rest of it's all just fill you know, a little bit like my old uh, Christmas time. Um, whereas with Stadia, you kind of get the feeling that somebody has consciously gone over every submitted title and gone, ah, that's not a Stadia game. You know, I've looked at Duncan's rules and that ain't working for us. And they're looking for quality. Um, and so every one of the games that's ever been put on Stadia, I think, has merits. And you just, you know, and will appeal to different people. Um, so I love the fact that it has that, even if these aren't necessarily my games, they are quality games for people in a specific genre, if that's your genre. Does that make sense? Exactly. It's. Uh, I can see the basically for 99% of these games on Stadia, I can see why they've put them on. There's maybe one or two which uh, I'm not 100% on. But for the vast majority, I should say they've been curated, and you can see you can see why they've maybe been brought on, even if they're older. Like the Lara Croft game, uh, which we've been talking about, which is a pro game, I can see a hundred percent why that's came on. It's what we call a stadia game multiplayer. Every single game has a reason for being on the platform at this moment in time, and it's, it is really good to see that they are trying to create it. That's excellent. Great. And talking of uh, rogue-like games, the next uh, item that we have, we're whipping across to our friends at Stadia Source, is that Windbound had an update this week. Um, now, Windbound is, as I just mentioned, is a rogue-like, a beautiful-looking game, I have to say. Uh, and again, one that I think people that like that kind of genre really enjoyed. Uh, and it's um, So it has had an update. 
Uh, it's a new build specifically, I believe, for Stadia, and it's been deployed. Tackles a number of issues. Uh, so the, those issues, we have a quick read of those. It's fixed an issue where the boat items would be lost after a game has been loaded. That would be annoying. But you know what? I wonder whether, Duncan, people just thought that was part of the roguelike experience. <laughs> you know, I've, I've got my boat, but I've got nothing on it. Oh, well, that's what happens when you die in this game. <laughs> Yeah, I think a lot of people would be thinking that. Yeah. Uh, there, there, There is two uh, versions of this game, or two ways you do it. I think I've, the terminology has just went out yeah, in my head. There's like a standard uh, one, and then like a uh, an easy one. Uh, the standard one's actually evil. <laughs> yep, exactly. Yeah. The, 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 the wording is wrong. The standard one should be the easy one, and the one should be com called Complete Survivalist, or some something along that line. Yeah. I recommend, if you're going to play this game, <laughs> your first time ever playing these sort of games play the easy version do not feel bad do not feel that you're daft or stupid if you're playing the easy <laughs> version because it, it, you find most people would be playing the easy version because it's just so uh, demanding yeah. but but it's good that Stadia's got no, these it's updates. Great. It's absolutely great. Remove the double sun in the credits, whatever that meant. Fixed a bug that would stop items being moved to uh, moved via to held in Kara's inventory. Resolved an issue where the crafting UI was not working as intended. Uh, removed instances of rock spawning in deserts that would block access to the Nautilus Tower. Hope that's not a spoiler. Fixed issues where achievements would not unlock under correct circumstances and applied measures to ensure that world generation is suitable for players and that Kara will spawn in a safe place. And overall, obviously, the usual game stability, bug fixes, all the, there's probably a myriad of stuff that's of no great relevance. But it's great to see, and it's, as always, and we always say this, it's great to see developers that are supporting Stadia specifically. Uh, and, you know, there are still some games, I have to say, that launched or were very, fairly close on launch of Stadia, that had issues and still have those issues. Uh, and, you know, I think shame on those developers, frankly, when you see guys like this that are, they're recognising problems and they're coming back with decent fixes. Yeah, it's like what uh, we were talking about a week or two ago with uh, the Avengers. Uh, you're, everybody was uh, shocked about uh, how many bug fixes there were in. Look, at this, this is just a, a lot smaller, and I'm not trying to say less complicated, but uh, less scale than the offenders. And you see the amount of bug fixes they have is here. Games will always have bugs, and uh, it's always good to see them get them fixed. Yeah. No game can be 100% bug-free. It's, it's an impossibility. No, it's impossible. Software, it's impossible. I mean, the amount of conversations I've had with over the years and I've always referred to Word. Word's always been my classic example. You know, how many updates of Word have you had, sir, since you paid for it first? Right, moving on. Baldur's Gate 3. Wow, how many... That game has probably had more uh coverage on uh, everybody's shows let alone ours than any other um now uh, although this is uh, the article here on stadia source is actually about regist registering quickly to make sure that you get uh, all your cross play perks and stuff i think but the key thing is uh, and the one that i wanted to cover is it is literally coming early access on stadia this week which i believe is thursday am I? no uh, tuesday beg your pardon Tuesday, yep. the 6th of October. Okay, we have to put some warnings out here for people who are thinking of getting Baldur's Gate 3. Mm -hmm. uh, if you remember, some of the games in Stadia, they come up saying, 
we recommend you to play on controller when you're playing this game. I think be, uh, Just Shapes and Beats is one, and there's been a couple of others. Uh, this is doing the opposite. This is saying we recommend you play with mouse and keyboard. Okay. If a game if a game warns you that you need to use a, a mouse and keyboard or a game says you should be uh, using a controller, there is good reasons for that. It's not that it's going to be impossible to play. It's just going to be a lot more difficult. Yeah, um, and I guess it also, I mean, you have to wonder as well uh, on that basis, Duncan, whether it's been created with PC in mind first and then consoles and other experiences secondary. Yeah, it's with Baldur's Gate 3, the, the, the controller support will come. The, there is basic controller support at this moment in time for the game. Mm -hmm. However, it's not the best way to play. They are going to be working on it in early access. So this is giving them a buy ball saying it's not working 100% because it's in early access and it will get improved. Yeah. And again, this this is not the full game coming. This game will not be the, the full experience with everybody uh, being able to play the game from start to, to finish. This is no. a work in progress. So I think we just need to put temper expectations. Yeah, absolutely. We yeah. Need to, yeah, absolutely. It is early access. It isn't the full game. It will have issues that will get resolved. But if you buy the game and play it now, you don't have to pay again for the full version. This is the version. There is no additional money to be paid. Yeah. yeah so if you buy it now, that is you locked in, you've got the full version yeah. of the game. Since we've got the slightly negative things, I think it's better to get the negative things out first and talk about the positives. The positives here, one of the reasons why you're registering your account here is for cross-play. cross, cross play. So yeah. uh, you'll be able to do that in cross-save. Uh, so you need to actually register to get all that going. This game is also coming out with crowd choice yes. so you'll be able to do that as well on stadia so and this might be a little bit more deeper than what it's actually been on with death by chocolate where mm -hmm. you'll be able to influence dialogue choices rules and everything but i think we're, we're, that, that is going to be really interesting to yeah. see what how it is all going to come about with balderscape for me I'm, I'm interested to see it this is going to be a big big game and there, there is a amount of positive press out there from across everywhere. Mm -hmm. So it is going to be worth watch, watching to see how this goes. But again, early access, early access means there's going to be bugs. It's not the full experience. No. Just keep that in mind. Yeah, absolutely. Good stuff. Anyway, that one, 6th <clears throat> Tuesday, not sure what time, uh, so I'm not even going to commit speculation. Duncan's getting his finger poised over the mute button. Do you know the time on Tuesday, Duncan? I, Unless we're told otherwise, uh, it would be the usual stadium time. That is the best yep. way to do that. So it'll be 5 o'clock UK, 12 o'clock Eastern, or 9 o'clock Pacific. That has been the the standard, hasn't it? Unless there's some, you know, technical issues, I guess. Yeah, or just dropping them at, uh, 
random times. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> so one to look for. Yeah. Right. Thank you for that. Yeah. And uh, finally, in our news, ladies and gentlemen, um, again, back to our good friends at Stadia Source. Uh, this week, um, there are a few little things that have been discovered this week, actually, but I quite like the look at this one. You can now use your USB-C connected headset uh, to uh, to plug into your Stadia controller. So as you know, you've got uh, a headphone jack anyway, which I actually use all the time uh, with a little mic headset <clears throat> when I'm playing Division and stuff. And then on the other side, for charging, you've got a USB-C port, uh, and it's a universal serial bus. In other words, it universally works with any device that you plug in as long as the software allows it. So uh, they've now upgraded the controller software so that you can plug in your USB-C based headsets, which I think I'm right in saying, Duncan, is largely the more modern Android phones use USB-C for uh, headsets. Yeah, it's uh, it's becoming more commonplace. And also, it wasn't just this. It wasn't like just about headsets. You can now hook up controllers yep. to your uh, Stadia controller. I know that sounds a bit weird, but that's that's actually going to be a big thing going forward because this means you can actually hook up the Microsoft uh, accessibility controller, which the, the full proper term is actually slipped my mind, which I think is a real big um, positive step. Mm. And it, and this will allow people to play games tandemly uh, and as well. So I think this is a real good thing that they're you're using the USB-C for these multiple, multiple functions. So this was good news again. Again, uh, we're going to be touching on something shortly, but overall in a pure Stadia week, if you're just looking at Stadia mm -hmm. as a whole and not any outside influences, <laughs> this has been a real, real great week for them. Uh, it has been. No, you're absolutely right. It has been a great week. Lots of news, which is what we're concerned, uh, you know, we're keen on. Um, lots of communication. Uh, there have been some downs, which, uh, as you rightly said, we'll cover in quickly in a second. But the important thing is, is that it is on the ascension, and it's great to see um, some great games. And also, you're right. This this ability to what they call it tandem ride a controller to plug in an additional controller. Why is that important? Well, Duncan just pointed one out. It does allow you to use additional devices, the uh, the accessibility controller for people that obviously have more uh, physical accessibility issues. But also, you can use uh, your favourite PlayStation controller or your Xbox controller without because at the moment you can't use them uh, on Chromecast. There is no Bluetooth uh, functionality there. Uh, so that is a great addition, uh, and I haven't tested it yet. I do intend to, though, because I actually quite like playing with my PlayStation controller. I use it on my PC all the time. Um, and Xbox, I have one of those as well. Uh, so, you know, either one of those I quite enjoy. And then I, it means I don't have to mess about with the old pairing on my, my uh, Stadia controllers. So that's all good news. And as an interesting segue that is the end of the news duncan a big one this week we could have we could have come up with a lot more it was a very newsworthy week but uh, we're not going to we're not going to subject you to that uh we're going to move on to what's up rock what's up rock so what's up rock <laughs> audio but now i do <laughs> <laughs> that was my first WhatsApp. I hadn't pasted in the audio that I had to pull in from the previous scene. Uh, at least I had it in my clipboard. That was lucky. Right. 
So I'll tell you what's up, Duncan. Uh, I have seen this week that the new Google TV, which we were hugely excited for, codenamed Sabrina, has launched, but it's launched without Stadia support until next year. I think the actual wording was uh, until the second half or the end of the first half of 2021. That's its caveat. It's a huge amount of months. What does this mean? What's it going to mean? Okay. What this means for people who are on Stadia at this moment in time, absolutely nothing because they can just sit and play their games now. Uh, it means absolutely nothing. So we're not going to go completely we don't like going negative in this show so we're going to be trying to be all upbeat what this just means uh is if you're going to buy a if you need a replacement uh chromecast mm -hmm. you're going to probably have to go down and get them before and they go out from stock because they are going out from stock in places i know a couple of places still have them or you have to buy the full premiere edition again to get a replacement chromecast that that is all what this means for stadia in the short term it's it's not a massive massive it's not going to change how stadia is going to go forward there's other issues which i don't think we want to touch on would that be right rock when you say short term, Dunk, are we what are we talking about specifically in time? Uh, we're talking for the next uh, until it launches, basically. The already are not in the first half of twenty twenty one. This new Chromecast will have Stadia on it. Okay. Uh, one thing to note about that timing is uh, if it was going to be in the first uh, quarter, it would have said first quarter. So I would say it, we're not going to see it early 2021. We're going to see it in a couple of months into 2021 before it's going to be there. Okay. And what I'm hoping they've said six months is just to give them a bit more extra time and it's a come a bit earlier. That's going to be great. But they haven't said that, have they? They haven't actually said we need more time to develop it or we're having issues. Nope. I mean, they've just literally said it is coming. So yes. we're speculating if we try, if we if we assume that it's a technical problem, we don't know that. It could just as easily be a marketing tactic. Uh, it, it, there's a whole number of reasons that that's not really our remit. And frankly, I think it's dangerous to go down that road anyway. All we know, and this is all we can do is report the facts, is that we've been told that it is coming. It will appear eventually in the Google TV, but it won't be until later next year. Now, what that means in the short term is, if you've rightly said, if you already have Stadia, you probably have a Chromecast Ultra anyway, because if you bought the Premier Pack or if you were a founder, it came with it. Uh, if you are a free Stadia user, then you probably don't mind particularly. I mean, you you could still buy an independent Chromecast Ultra up until now, uh, or you're using your browser or your phone even. So that's not necessarily an issue. If you're somebody over Christmas that is keen, of, you know, wants to buy Stadia, they've seen friends using it, for example, uh, and it makes a heap of sense. As long as the Premier Edition packs continue to be for sale and you can buy them in the states and we know on best buy website for example as well as on stadia now and there's um there's no indication right now that they're pulling any of the packs the premier pack or the independent controllers but what they are doing is ceasing the sale of the chromecast ultra in its current form in favor of the google 
TV stroke Chromecast Sabrina codename device, which is now on sale and can be bought universally. So if you want to play on your television, um, when stocks have gone of the, the, the Chromecast Ultra on its own, you're out of luck. You're going to have to buy one from, you know, old stock, uh, or you're going to have to buy one off of eBay, secondhand, or more importantly, you're going to have to buy a premier pack, which comes with a controller. I mean, you know, it's, a, it's actually a reasonable price anyway. They're discounting it all the time. Uh, I think currently it's about um, 90 UK pounds, uh, which if you think about it, 60 quid for the controller on its own and 30, 40 quid. So, you know, it's actually probably a small saving, but if you've got a controller, you don't want a controller, but you do want to be able to play it on your TV, uh, once stocks have gone, they've gone. And we do not know at what point between now and potentially June next year, Stadia will be installed on the uh, Google TV. Exactly. Exactly that. So it does mean. Yeah. I mean, it means. You know, okay, let's 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 pre-see everything. It means nothing at all if you've already got a Chromecast Ultra. There is no reason to assume that they're suddenly going to stop working. Um, they will, you know, work for some considerable time, I'm sure, and they will work perfectly well with Stadia. The Stadia experience on the Chromecast Ultra is exemplary. Uh, if you've got the broadband to back it up, you will have an amazing experience. What does that mean if you want a Google TV? You're going to have to have them both. What does Google TV bring? If you it, it brings other people's, you know, subscription-based services essentially, uh, and the ability to to cast to it as well. But other than that, you probably have all that built into your TV anyway. You probably have a an Amazon Fire Stick TV or a Roku or you know, a whole number of different boxes that do exactly the same as the Google TV. So you pay your money, you make your choice. Short term, if you're already in the ecosystem, not an issue. Medium term, if you're not in the ecosystem and you would like to play on your TV and you know you may be out of luck because they're not going to be available to purchase from directly from Stadia, but I'm absolutely sure you'll still find them at stock in Argos in the UK or the back of Best Buy's warehouse or something in the States. I, I can confirm that they're still in stock in Argos and they are on offer in Argos at this moment yeah. in time. You will see a price drop because they want to clear out yeah. pulling Google TV. You know, for for all the retailers, the aforementioned retailers, um, they are more likely to shift Google TVs than they will Chromecast. So you'll see price drops. Uh, you know what? If anyone uh, you know is is a switched on entrepreneur, I'd get out there and buy every Chromecast you can buy because they will be. There's going to be a demand, and supply and demand usually infers a profit between now and June. So watch out for that as well, folks. Um, if you're thinking of getting one for Christmas, get out there and buy it now. We don't know how long stocks are going to last. What we do know is is the Chromecast itself is being taken off uh, Stadia's retail uh, store, its online retail store, and ultimately when stocks have expired at the uh, online and offline stores that we all know and love, you ain't getting it no more. But it is coming. We've, we've been told categorically, at least as far as from uh, their head of community, because uh, that's, I think, the only place I've seen it mentioned. Stadia will eventually find its way onto the Google TV. Why it's not there at launch, we don't know. When it's coming, we don't know, but we do know it's coming. One thing I would say, it's if I would not be running out panicking to go buy a backup Chromecast, 
I I believe uh, we're going to get a better, ex probably a better experience on uh, when this Chromecast with Android TV when the app actually goes there. So I I would not be oh my god panic 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 and go out and buy backups. Buy toilet you, paper instead is probably to be much more yeah. useful in the coming weeks. <laughs> uh, yeah, and you probably make a bigger profit than yeah. that as well. <laughs> Indeed. So there you go. Thanks, Duncan. I'm I'm sort of up on that one. Uh, I did. I kind of knew where we were going to go with it. Um, uh, you know, look, Stadia is still Stadia, uh, and it still works amazingly well on your browser or on your phone uh, <coughs> and on your TV with the existing Chromecast, and ultimately next year we'll see it arrive on Google TV as well. Right, let's move on. Let's move swiftly on. Working. Here we go. I've got to do this now. Sorry, folks. There's only one more. Um, right, I'm back in. So, uh, Rock Review is going to be Grid this week, uh, and you might recognise those ugly faces there. That's uh, myself and Clive Illenden, and of course Duncan. Uh, and this is us playing Grid on Rock Stars at Night, which uh, I've mentioned a couple of times. It's a Friday night, late night show where uh, we let our hair down at the end of the week. We have a chuckle and we play with anybody in the chat that wants to jump in. So we are playing with Grid in this video, which you can't see on podcast. I apologise. However, let me quickly recap on what the Rock Review is. Uh, and essentially, the way this works is it's a review like no other. There's nobody else that does a review like this. It is absolutely unique to this show. Uh, and essentially what we do is we look at every game from the perspective of a casual gamer and a busy person, the people that we think are into Stadia and cloud gaming. So uh, we look at five things. We start from the premise of myself as the pro subscriber and Duncan, who has the free Stadia account. The difference being, of course, that, that poor old Duncan has to pay for a game. I get them for free if it's part of a pro subscription. The five things are, one, is it quick to load? Two, can I pick up from where I left off the last time I played it? Is it easy to play is number three. Number four is, is it rewarding to play? And then number five is, overall, is it good value? So, Duncan, let's start right at the outset. How quickly can you get into this game? from the library you can get in a reasonably quick it's not overly fast mm -hmm. it's not like oh my god you're straight in but it's not uh, really slow and you it's it's what i would call the standard sort of amount of time you have you've got a couple of buttons to press you can just get in there you can go play the only caveat i would say with that if you're looking at a multiplayer game you may be waiting a bit longer if you're looking at multiplayer match. If you're just looking single player, you're bang straight in as normal. Yeah, it does take a little while to fire up, but not much more than most games, to be fair. Um, so <clears throat> I, I think for me, the only thing is, is that um, you've got to go through a number of different choices and different, you know, choose your different races and your different cards and stuff. But that's all fairly standard fare for a racing game. Sit down, Rock. What the hell are you doing, boy? Get back to <laughs> look at him wandering off. No, get in there. Um, so I, I gave it a three. What did you give it, Dunk? I also gave it a three because I think it, it wasn't lightning fast. It wasn't really slow. It yeah. was just in, in the middle. It's just like normal. Somewhere in the middle. Sort of. Yeah. 
Yeah, exactly. Uh, then next up we have, can you pick up from where you left off? Not really. No. It's, uh, you, you can't really jump back straight into a, a, a lap you were doing. You, you have to start the lap again or the whereabouts you are in the game. It, it's, it saves your progress. If you're working for a championship, it will save save the progress there, but it won't save when you're like halfway through your lap. No, it's so you can't really pick up a, a lot where you left off. So for me, that is a two. Mm. A two for you, a two for me as well. I mean, again, you know, we've said this before with multiplayer games. They do suffer on this number because, of course, you can't start from where you left off in any multiplayer game. It's absolutely impossible in case, you know, unless every single person agreed that they're going to come back to that same point in the game. And there is no game on the planet that has that option. So, unfortunately, they always score low on this one. Uh, but, you know, we are looking at it from the perspective of people that are busy and they want to get in and crack on with the game. And sometimes with multiplayer games you can be waiting some time just to uh, get enough people to make a game actually happen so it's a two all round on that one how easy is it to play duncan this game is one of them games which you would say easy to pick up hard to master every most people who play games uh, are will be able to work out how to go forward back and back go round the lap so that way it is really easy to actually get good at the game and be a real star in it, it will take time and effort because you just need to just practice, practice, practice. So it's in the middle. You can, I think everybody can, you can hand the controller to someone and they can work out how to do it, but actually mastering it is a different story. So I'm giving it in the middle a three. A three, yeah. I, you know, similarly for me, um, I, I love the idea of racing games. I really do, but I'm just useless at them. And I follow the little green, I follow the little green arrows in them and everything as well. You know, I try desperately to, to make it work for me, but that I never, never manage to pull it off. So I'm always usually last. Um, and I think that's largely because, as you've rightly said. The basic concept is is you go forwards fast and 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 steer around a bend, but they're not that easy. Um, they do take time to master, so you know it is possible if you're useless like me that you'll get frustrated quickly. But if you like racing games and you're experienced with the way that they work, then this does emulate most others that you've probably played, and therefore you know you'll be very at home with it. Uh, but like you. I gave it a three dunk. I slapped it right in the middle there, um, which for me was probably quite generous because I would, if I'm being honest with you, I struggle with it. But there you go. Um, number four, is it rewarding? It's one of these games, the more you put in, the more you get out from it. Uh, if you, the reason why I think this is rewarding is because if you're sitting there practicing, 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 you can see your lap times coming down and then there's a level system as well. So you get more rewards and things like that. I think the game is actually quite rewarding. If you get hooked into it, you're going to be trying to break your lap records and absolutely everything. So, yeah, I think the game is rewarding. So I'm giving it a four. Yeah, I think the the better you get at it, obviously, because the rewards essentially are rewards for progression, 
uh, and ability. So if you're into reward, if sorry, if you're into racing games and you improve along the way, then it is very rewarding. I get that. I'm not. I'm useless. Therefore, uh, it's not rewarding <laughs> for me at all, or at least it hasn't been. But I still gave it a three because I respect the fact that those rewards are there if that's your thing. So that's a three for me and a four for Duncan. And then finally, Dunk, is it value for money? I like the game. Um, I can see a lot how people can get a lot of uh, value out from this. Remember, I'm doing this as if I was going to buy this game. So this isn't me getting this as a free game and pro. Uh, someone else may have got it. Uh, for for me, uh, this is a free for value for money. I would wait for a sale and we've recently have one and actually still might be on sale now for words like 10, 11 pound. Uh, picking it up at that level, I would give that a five. But you have to wait. For me, it's a wait to the sale because it's slightly older now. It's been a pro game and it has had numerous sales. Yeah. So wait would be my word. My you, you, think it, for you, that. Think it's going, you think it's going to get cheaper? I don't think it's going to get much cheaper. Mm. It's... But even at the, these sale prices that they're at at the moment, I think it's value for money. Yeah. If, if I said to you it's ten pound, which what would you say? I'd say it was good value. Yeah, is it so ten pounds? That's it was, it was ten pounds. Yeah, I think I'd it's say, like eleven I'd or twelve. Definitely say pick that up for ten pounds. I think it's excellent value. I mean, look, you know, the, the, racing games are very popular. Um, you know, there are uh, my my daughter loves them. Uh, this has a lot going for it. It's multiplayer. You can play with up to 60 people. 40? 40, yeah. So, you know, and there's lots of maps. There's lots of progression. No, I think £10 or even, to be fair, £20 is, is good value for that. Um, I don't know how much it currently is, but from my perspective, I don't care because I am a pro subscriber and I got it for free. <laughs> so it was a massive value for me. I've never had to put a penny down. Uh, so it's an absolute five for me. And you gave it a three on value, Duncan, I think. I did indeed. And that's because how much is it on the store right now? We'll double. Oh, I can't double check because it don't won't worry, show me. Don't worry. It's it's more than free. That's the important thing. So it's yes, never it going is. to be a five for Dunk, is it? Just the same as we can't give multiplayers more than that. But if we total everything up, ladies and gentlemen, what we end up with here is interestingly quite close. So as a pro subscriber, I've given it a sixteen. Um, and I say as a pro subscriber, I should be more accurately saying as a pro subscriber, casual gamer, busy person. And Duncan has a free Stadia account, same place, busy person, uh, casual gamer, has given it a 15. So it's below the magic 20, which we think is an absolute, no questions at all, pick this game up. But it falls into the place where we think if you're into this genre... Um, then you should pick it up because it's a good example. And I think you'll find that at the moment it's a reasonable price anyway uh, on the Stadia store. So get yourselves out there, pick it up. It's got the Stadia added feature of 40 people in multiplayer. And if you hunt around on YouTube, you'll find that there are streamers that uh, regularly play Grid, so you can get 40 people in a game quite easily. Um, and we do on a Friday night. So there you go. Join us if you are around. Anything you want to add to that, Dunk? Yeah, uh, as we say, we always say this every week, our reviews are slightly different to everybody else. I really enjoy Grid, and I would recommend people picking it up on Stadia. 
but pick it up at the right price point, which suits you. Yeah, no, that's fair enough. Great stuff. Thank you very much for that one. Let's move along and hope I'll have to pace myself in. So just give me two seconds. There we go. And uh, I should be very audible. Cloudy. Ask Cloudy. This is where we ask people in the week if they've got any questions uh, that they would like. Uh, now, I know why I know why you're chuckling, Duncan, but I'm not saying anything. Uh, Cloudy with Games is the Twitter account if you want to have a chat with Cloudy uh, and ask him anything you want. He's very approachable, um, although he has shaved off his beard, so he's not quite as cuddly now as he was. We both had a we both have a beard purge, didn't we, this week? <laughs> I saw Duncan had shaved his beard off, and I thought, yeah, it's a good look, actually. I think I ought to do that. So I took mine down about six inches as well uh, to leave um, this you know, quite, quite manly least double i'm quite happy with it right duncan the question that was posed to cloudy this week was can i use my console controller with my chromecast ultra funny enough we kind of covered this off a bit earlier didn't we yes i realized how much of a spanner i was there. <laughs> <laughs> go on tell everybody again why don't you no, you can't, because I'm saying you're not allowed to now. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, uh, the answer is yes, you can now. Uh, you can hook up your uh, Xbox controller to your studio controller now, which is a really, really good thing to do. And so, yeah, you, you can do this. I apologize because I, <laughs> I, I got ahead of myself here. But yeah, some things are worth repeating, Duncan. I always say yeah, it is, it is worth yeah. repeating. So yeah, yeah, you can and I do that. So it's it's a good piece of news. So I know some people like the Stadia controller, some people don't, but I think the majority of people actually love it. I I actually really do like yeah, my Stadia controller. Beautifully made. I think the one thing where people may there's two two reasons where I think maybe people would maybe want to change. The first is what we've, we we talked about earlier was the accessibility the controller, the amazing one what Microsoft have done, which gets absolutely amazing reviews out there and hooking that up instead. And the other thing which people may want to change is because of the D-pad. People, some people don't like actually using the D-pad uh, on the Stadia controller. For me, I'm not a massive one for that anyway, but for me, I really do like the Stadia controller. Mm. It's funny you say that, you know, because that D-pad thing hadn't ever occurred to me, and I was watching um, Brian on Club Stadia yesterday talking about the issues that he has with it on Mortal Kombat, um, but I suppose I'm not massively into the old smashing um, you know, the, what do you, whatever you call those things, the button mashing games. So maybe I haven't experienced it, but no, you're right. So uh, just to recap, ladies and gentlemen, as we did cover off in the news earlier, uh, as of this week, you can now plug a second controller into your Chrome, uh, into your Stadia controller via the USB-C port uh, in that new way that is called Tandem. A tandem feature, which I love, um, which allows you to play with uh, other controllers. I think there is a shortlist, though, Duncan. It's not any controller. Uh, it has to, uh, it, it, I think, you know, definitely Xbox, definitely PlayStation. Um, I think some people have tried alternative Android controllers and struggled with it. So, um, you know, don't do do test it before, obviously, but don't go out and buy one, a cheap one from eBay, thinking that's going to be cool and actually turns out not to work. Uh, but yeah, so the answer is yes. 
it is the person that asked this question, <laughs> I forget who you were, you can use your uh, console controller now, as of this week, with your Chromecast holder. Of course, you could always, or well, at least for quite some time, you could use your controllers uh, on a PC or on a browser, and of course connected to your phone if you have an Android phone. So um, the, the the question, and but, but ultras you weren't able to because of course if you know how uh, the Stadia controller works, it bypasses the ultra completely, it goes straight out across the internet to the cloud. Uh, where it controls the game, so uh, it has nothing whatsoever to do with the Ultra. So what they've done is they've they've very cleverly used the Stadia controller to piggyback uh, your standard console controller, um, so that it, it kind of uses the the special magical gubbins in the uh, Stadia controller to directly connect to your game, which is absolutely superb. Duncan, I think we've just about exhausted ourselves. I mean, we've we've we're so we've so exhausted ourselves. We've even covered this feature twice, so I think we should. That was based on audio. In there we go. That's going to be fun. Um, I think we should uh, use this time to tell people where they can find you in the week. Uh, you can find me later on here today in about uh, what's it about uh, six or eight hours time. Uh, where we're going to be doing the Luna cast, which we're starting to talking about uh, Luna, which you can actually find on Twitch because Amazon are running it. So we thought we'd better go on to Twitch to do that. And that will be at uh, twitch.tv slash the Luna cast. So we'll check that out tonight because I think it's going to be a fun show. Yeah, I wasn't going to mention the Luna cast on this show, but anyway, it's like. <laughs> it's I, I was. <laughs> It's our, it is our brand new show, and it is um, the reason why we're doing it, ladies and gentlemen, is because we are passionate about cloud gaming. We love Stadia, but we're equally excited about any way that we can play in the cloud. So, you know, we want to take that message, the message of cloud gaming out to as many people as possible. And there's a whole new audience that have no experience of cloud gaming, apart from a lot of the negative press. So we're going to be ambassadors and advocates for cloud gaming. Uh, out there with Amazon Luna, which uh, is launching at some point this month. So yes, you're absolutely right. Twitch, you can find us there. Uh, you can also find him on his website, cloudywithachanceofgames.com. You can find him on Twitter at uh, cloudywithgames or at one to escape. Uh, and you can find him running around the streets of Northern Ireland like a mad banshee that he is. Duncan, what were you going to yes. say? I was just going to say this is the only time I think we're going to actually mention that because it's the first time it's our first time doing it. So that we will not mention it again, I don't think, or we will try and not mention it again. Well, well, let's see how successful it is first, shall we? We might want not want to be mentioning it to anybody come tomorrow. Um, uh, you can find me at uh, at Cloudy uh, Rocks uh, on Twitter. Uh, you can find me uh, here on uh, on YouTube as well, as uh, which is www.youtube.com forward slash rockster, R-O-K-K-S-T-E-R. You can listen to this show, everybody that is currently watching, on our uh, podcast, which is released via the very good folks at anchor.fm. So you can find us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and all sorts of delicious podcasty places. Um, and I can assure you that having us both in your ears while you're down the gym or uh, while you're driving around 
the mean streets of wherever it is that you live is a is a lovely experience. I can just you know personally recommend that to you. Uh, thank you very much, everybody, for watching. Uh, just very finally, um, yeah, I may as well just throw this in as we've been promoting everything else. You can also join Team Rock, which is a patrons setup that I have going on over at StadiaRocks.uk or Cloud rocks.com uh, it's all changing folks uh, and we'd love to have you join us in the meantime thank you very much all of you that have uh, got got out of bed or or grabbed your breakfast things and sat in bed watching us we really appreciate your time and support it's amazing to see you all have a wonderful week enjoy the rest of your sunday duncan say goodbye goodbye duncan and uh, rock out <laughs>